what's your name? Say it. It doesn't matter what your name is. Say my name. What's your name? What? What is your name? Tony. You're listening to Don't Call Us Anthony Podcast. All guest views and opinions are their own. But don't worry, the hosts will share theirs so you can call them opinionated. But just don't call them Anthony. And now, the hosts of Don't Call Us Anthony, Cooley and Tony. Jim Beller, uh, hey. glad to have you on the podcast, the Don't Call Us Anthony podcast. We've been talking about doing this for a while, man, so I am psyched to have you on the show. Um, just to set this up, for those of our listeners who do not know, you are the owner of the largest Jaws memorabilia collection. If people didn't get a sense of that from what is behind you. Uh, <laughs> and you are also <laughs> very well known for um, your book that uh, you, know, you and Matt Taylor put together called Jaws Memories from Martha's Vineyard, uh, which is the epitome of what a Jaws book should be. It is written very well uh, by Matt and you were in charge of getting all the pictures together, which you did a phenomenal uh, job, stuff that no one had seen before this book came out. Um, So it's, uh, as you have said before, it's like, you know, you just wanted like a Jaws coffee table book and that's what people have now. Um, Yeah, there's never, there was never a coffee table or, or really a big book about Jaws. Yeah. You know, you had the Jaws log and Edith Blake's book at that point. Yeah, that's really it. Uh-huh. It's awesome. And it's a thick book, too. I have two copies of it. So if you uh, if anybody listening to this does not have it, go on Amazon, pick it up. It, it's just worth it. If you're a Jaws fan, even if you're not, you should have it um, anyway. <laughs> so with that being said, um, glad to have you on the show, man. Thank um, you. Thank you. This is, this is going to be a blast. Um, so um, I think one of the things that you know, I'd love to have you go through. I've know you've told this story to me multiple times, but for those of our listeners who do not know, would you mind telling everybody how you first uh, heard about Jaws and and how you came upon this movie? If you just want to give us like the cliff notes. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, um, it all started when I was nine years old. It was the uh, the last day of the third grade, and we were waiting for the bell to ring for to let us out for summer. And we just, I'm just walking around, just hanging out. And I look at uh, Mrs. Griffin, my teacher's desk. And on it is a Time magazine with this shark on it saying, it says Super Shark. And I'm like, what's this? And she was like, well, it's a movie that just came out about a monster shark going to the beach and eating people. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to go see this. Because I was really into, you know, monster movies back then, Creature Double Feature. I, I'm from Boston originally, so Channel 56 had Creature Double Feature every Saturday. I watch that all the time. And oh yeah, and uh, and I love the um, Hammer, um, Christopher Lee Dracula movies. I used to love those too. And um, so so I ran home as soon as the bell rang. I ran home and asked my mom, "Can I? Can we? Can I, she take me to go see Jaws?" And she goes, "Well, I'm going to go see it tonight in Boston with your father, and if it's okay for you to see." I'll take you and some friends next uh, next week, next Friday. And I'm like, all right, okay. So um, they go into Boston, and um, next week, well, the next morning. Sorry, I I asked my mom. I was like, how was it? Was it okay? She goes, it was really great. I think you'll love it. We'll we'll go next Friday. I'm like, yeah. So um, waiting all week to go. As a little kid, it takes forever, you, you know. And uh, finally, we, we go to Boston, go to the Charles Movie Theater, which is no longer there. It was this beautiful 
movie theater with a big, beautiful screen and a curtain that would open back then. Whenever oh, that's, that's like classic, those, man. those were the days, the they don't do that anymore. Um, but it was a huge screen. And when we got to the theater, it was the first time I ever saw a line of people waiting to see a movie because we go to the movies all the time, but never a line. We just walk right in and get a ticket and go in. But we had to wait in this line for a while to get in. And we finally got in and um, sat down and watched it. And my mom said at beforehand, she said, there's only one scene. I don't think you'll, you can watch and I'll let you know. You can put your hands over your eyes. So I'm like, all right. And of course, it's towards the end. Spoiler alert. It's when Robert Shaw gets eaten by the shark at the end of the movie. Um, and she goes, when that when he slides down, she goes, okay, put your hands over your eyes. And I'm like, okay. And I go like this. Yeah. Watch it. The blood splurting out of his mouth. And after that, she nudges me. She goes, okay, take your hands down. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and uh, and just loved it. So I was just, I just changed my life. I was just, I just, the next day, I just want to know everything about this movie. I want to see it again right away. It was so great. There was nothing ever like it before. Like I, mm-hmm. for me anyway, as a nine-year-old kid. Um, and I just, you know, want to know about sharks, want to know about the movie. And uh, the, my dad brought, soon after brought home the Jaws log, which mm-hmm. I love. I was like going through that. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, and then, you know, bring me home magazines and stuff. Like it had Jaws articles in it and mm-hmm. sharks and stuff. And, you know, that's how it started. And I just started collecting like little thing here and there, books, magazines. And, um, now and the Jaws like, log, you mentioned the Jaws log that came out like that soon. Right away that movie. summer. Wow. Yeah. It came out like yeah, a few, yeah. like, a, I would say a couple of weeks after the movie came out. Yeah. 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 Did you know that like back when, when I went to Jaws Fest and the first time, I think it was the second one they did. That's where I first saw that. I bought it in a store. I'd never seen the Jaws log before that. I think I read it like on the ferry on the way back. Yeah. Are you serious? You never. I, 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 I yeah. I literally. Got, I was like, "What is this?" And I like, <laughs> I read it like in a day. So, you don't have the original paperback version, like I do. Well, I, I have, I have the, a paperback version, but I don't know if it's probably not the original. So, oh, yeah. I have a few. I'll give you one. That's cool. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I, have, I do. I have, a, I have a few of them. So, I'm not gonna um, say no. Thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> we should have that. Um. So anyway, so then Edith Blake's book came out um about the making of the movie which the first uh, the, the jaws log didn't have many pictures of the shark only a couple of sharks of the mechanical right. shark where edith blake's book had a number of pictures of the mechanical shark and i love that book because of that i used to draw the shark from her book and all that and when i was a kid um so yeah so then i started getting more and more stuff more stuff would come out puzzles there was a squirt gun where it was shaped like a shark and he pressed down on the dorsal fin mm-hmm. and the mouth would open up and the water would squirt out of the mouth um the game the ideal game the jaws game that came out um got that so it was, it was a number of things and it's just over the years just more and more stuff came out t-shirts beach towels it was a beach mm-hmm. towel that came out back then um but yeah so you just grabbed everything that you saw <clears throat> that I could at the time when I was a kid, yeah. Or, I was just gonna say, did you have like an? Do you have an allowance? Oh, can I get this? Can I, can I get this? Can I buy this? Can we, can we get this? I'd see it in the store and run, you know. To the, can I get this? Can I get this? Yeah. <laughs> and and amazingly, a lot of it is, I really took good care of the stuff. Um, yeah. which as a kid, surprising looking back, because um, I've said this before, like the Star Wars, you know, Star Wars came out a couple of years later. 
had the figures and of course damaged those um books from star wars magazines those got damaged but my jaw stuff i always took care of it for some reason i i don't know it's weird i look back and i think it's strange for a nine-year-old or ten-year-old so take care of stuff like that and just not you know fold the cover back or i was very careful you know um and i still have a lot of that stuff from when i was a kid when i first got it I feel like that makes sense though because when you're a kid growing up like i have comic books that i got and like i was very careful at turning the page like it's just things that like yeah. you know you want to hang on to you don't want them to get damaged so i mean yeah but yeah you're that's a fair point as a kid it's pretty hard yeah. uh, now when's the first time you actually got to um you know ha hold the movie in your hands because the movie came out in 75 so yeah well the vhs came out well i got the vhs in 1984. It did. Uh, there was a VHS that came. It was out before, but it was expensive, and my family didn't have a VHS player at the time either. Um, it was, um, you know, the laser disc was out. So there was a laser disc of it, um, but the first time I actually bought it was in 1984, and I spent eighty dollars on it because this was a time where, when they first came out, it was they were it was pricey because they were still, you know, it was it was a hard. Not many people had VHS players then. It was getting better and better. Uh, prices were soon after that drop. Yeah. Um, but I remember getting Raiders of the Lost Ark for like 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. Like a few months later, like there'd be you know, Paramount <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but it, it took a while, you know, for other titles to go down. Yeah. And uh, But then I, I saw the movie six times in the theater beforehand. Um, you know, with the re-releases and there was a, a few small th movie theaters around my house that would play it once in a while. And I'd go I don't think I've seen any movie you know. in the theater six times. So I think. Maybe yeah, no, I did. It wasn't like all at once. It was like over the years kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like I've a, seen it sitting, movie there a, since, sitting there in a loop, six <laughs> bags of popcorn. Just keep going. First Guardians of the Galaxy. I know, I know, I know a fan. I do know a fan who sat, I heard this, he sat there, he, matinee, and just stayed the whole, he saw it like a number of times throughout the day. And he, did he, he didn't pay, for, he only paid once. I don't know if he paid or not, if they checked, I don't know, I didn't ask, but I just thought that was amazing. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. Um, yeah. Maybe back then when I was a kid, I could, you know, just seen it over and over and over again, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I talked to one fan and told me that. I was like, wow, back in the 75 when it first came out. And I was shocked because there was lines of people trying to get in. So I don't know if he hid and just went back. That's in. what I'm thinking. It must have like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. awesome. Now, when did you officially, when was your first time out to the island? Because I'm sure like being a big fan of the movie, you wanted to go check out the locations. Well, my, yeah, well, back in 79, um, my family would take a trip to Cape Cod every summer. And one summer we took the ferry over to, Cape, to Martha's Vineyard. Um, in 79 and just saw some of the locations, saw the Jaws bridge, of course. Yeah. We went out to Menemsha where Quinn Shack was and actually in the, in the gift shop, there wasn't much for sale for Jaws on Martha's Vineyard that I remember, mm. um, or I would have asked my parents to grab more if there was, but there was a production t-shirts for sale. They still, the, the people who made, I guess, um, who lived on the island too, Got the screen the screen thing for it oh yeah it. you print the shirts yeah, yeah the print the shirts so they got it they got one of them there was a few of them made a few of those screen things made i heard 
Um, and so one was left on the island. So they would make shirts, the production crew t-shirts. Oh, that's cool. Out of that. So I still have that shirt. I, I recently saw it again in my storage facility unit. And uh, it's really thin. It's white. It's, you know, mm -hmm. kids medium or something like that. Kind of faded. But it's, it's great. That's that it's awesome still that you still have and, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how, now, judging from the collection behind you, how much of that collection is your collection like what percentage is that that we see behind you? i would say that's five percent or seven percent I, mean, I got thousands of stuff i just this is it's yeah it, it just accumulated over the years it's just especially after ebay came out oh my god forget that um, it's just it's just funny like because you see people's like they're like hey come and check out like my master of the universe collection and like what they have is like the size of what you have behind you <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's five for seven percent of your yeah, yeah yeah the house full of stuff man so um so i mean but one of the cool things i think that you know talked i brought this up at the beginning was the book that you and matt taylor put together so because of i think you mentioned earlier the internet um finding out that there were a lot of other people that knew about jaws that you didn't know you know there were as many yeah i always felt alone for the like longest time i thought i was the only one who you know because people asked me my favorite movie i say jaws and they were like jaws this was like <laughs> in the 80s they yeah. they forgot how good the original was and was thinking of the bad sequels like jaws revenge so that's oh. came to mind right away to them jaws I'm like yeah the, the first one's a great movie yeah um so once the internet came out um there was jawsmovie.com where I met all these Jaws fans from around the world. And I knew I wasn't the only one anymore. It was cool talking about the movie to them. And collections too, like comparing collections. Like I'd find out a lot of stuff that were out that I didn't know, especially in the UK. I was like, yeah, oh my God, oh. I never knew they had Jaws sneakers um, <laughs> or a Jaws belt that yeah. said Jaws all around it and had a Jaws shark on the belt for kids. That's yeah. hard to find. I know somebody who has that. Um, but yeah, the, yeah it's... It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. And through that, yeah. you, you, uh, you, uh, I mean, going out to the island and finding all this stuff, I mean, you decided yeah, you probably it, want to create a book. Then that's how the book came about. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, it, it was during Jaws Fest, the 30th anniversary. Martha's Vineyard did a island, a whole island tribute to Jaws kind of thing. It was a really cool weekend. And um, I, I just was talking to all these people who had photos. And I'm like, just thinking, I'm like, okay. I've always wanted a book of Jaws. There has never been a book, a coffee table book, especially just on Jaws. Mm -hmm. um, so I I was like, all right, there's, there's been so many documentaries out there already. So telling the story of the making of is just out for me. Because how, how much more could there be? I really thought we heard everything with all these different documentaries. So I was like, let me put a coffee table book with the making of Jaws just told in photos with a forward and afterward. And I thought that would be a cool, different thing to have for Jaws fans, for myself too. Like this is something I really would want. So um, during Jaws Fest, I met Kristen Henshaw, who is Craig Kingsbury's daughter, who played um, um, Ben Gardner in the movie. Yeah. And she told me um, about this kid that she just got out of college as a writer and she, because I was looking for someone, I didn't want to go to a writer who was already written stuff. I wanted to go to someone who could start their career to help them out. I figured, you know, a forward and afterward, that would that'd be a good start for them. So she introduced me to Matt Taylor. He was just out of college. So I got to meet him. And 
Um, we, I, he loved the idea. So we started working on that. And we worked together with somebody else putting these photos together that I was already collecting from all these Islanders. And one day, Matt said to me, you know, I've been on this, you know, I grew up on the island. There are so many stories that I know about that no one's ever heard before. I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, a lot of the locals are still here. We worked on the crew and the cast, you know, some of the cast, among mainly the crew, that stories you never heard before, like Lynn and Susan Murphy's story. Yeah. And they were a huge part of making that movie. Joe Elves to this day says, if it wasn't for Lynn and Susan Murphy, we'd still be making Jaws. Uh, because they saved us <laughs> on the ocean they knew what they were doing they were really really were a big help in the making of that movie and so i was like oh my god let's let's all right let's steer it in a different direction let's do the making of the movie mm -hmm. um so we went around for i i still was looking for photos and he focused on an outline he he outlined the whole book and he designed the whole book in fact too he did a fantastic job doing that um so he did all these interviews. It took about what five years, I want to say. Wow. Around there. Um, so yeah, it's just when he when he first showed me the first draft of the book, I was just blown away because mm -hmm. it was something I wasn't expecting. I knew it would be good and different, and no one's ever seen before, and fans would kind of love this. But what he did was even above and beyond what I thought. What he did was because and then plus I knew kind of he was asking me to get in touch with Carl Gottlieb, say, and look up, you know, ask him what day they shot what. So this book is basically like you're there on the island with the cast and crew during yeah. all these months suffering what they all went through. <laughs> um, so the beginning of the book, we found out each day what the schedule was, what day they shot this scene, what day they shot that scene. So it was like you were there the whole entire summer reading this book. Awesome. It's easy to read. It's yeah. mainly just interviews. It's a, a blurb, 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 like with all these people who are there. And it, it flows. It just reads. And, um, yeah, I'm very proud of it. I mean, they're very pr uh, proud of Matt, that what he did. Um, very talented. And, and, uh, and, yeah. that, and that book, um, I mean, you guys, I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, I mean, the foreword is written by Steven Spielberg. So how yeah, we were happen? very fortunate. And that's the first time that I heard. I heard that usually he he's written forwards for other books, that, but it's people that he knew. Yeah. This is the first time he, he we sent him, our manager sent him the book, Amp to Amblin, and he was blown away. He could not believe what we found. Yeah. So he, he said, yes, I will write the foreword to this book. Because he was just blown away. And there was one Comic-Con too. I think, I don't know, I forgot what movie it was, but he was promoting some movie at Comic-Con and it was on video that he mentioned the book. It was that, that the book just came out, I think. Mm. And he mentioned it. Yeah, the book did just come out and he mentioned it. He goes, just so you guys know, if you're Jaws fans, you've got to get this book, Jaws Memories from Arthur's Vinny. It's unbelievable. It's something I've never seen before. Oh and I couldn't believe he was saying that at com at Comic Con stage, and you know they were interviewing him. Do you have a clip Very of nice. that? Do you have um, that clip? Do you have that clip? I don't offhand. I I mean I could probably find it. I forget what movie it was. It was when the book came out. It was like 2011, um, whatever movie. But he yeah. was promoting some movie at Comic Con in, in California. 
Yeah, if we can find that, that'd be cool to oh. include. It was. I was impressed. I just was blown. I couldn't believe. Matt couldn't believe it. He That's was awesome, just man. Blown away. Like, nice. think about it, like to put it in perspective. I mean, just imagine somebody coming up to you, like you know, and just giving you like a stack of paper that just outlined like this section of your life <laughs> right yeah. that you because like you lived it but you didn't like you know you didn't save any of it and like you just lived your life and you kept going and then somebody just shows up and like here you ever want to like look back on you know yeah. prom night <laughs> like, <laughs> look at all this stuff that i forgot about on prom night like i do that, that's what, i do that's have what a lot of experience yeah and i do i did save a lot of the the notes and stuff that we did for the book i have a box a big box of stuff like that but um and interviews afterwards and articles about the book. I mean, it won all these awards too, which I'm very proud of. Oh, yeah, it's so, That's it's awesome. So good. It's so good. Um, um, and there's two different covers. The first one was good. The second one even is even better. Though. I love the second one. Yeah. I love the second one better. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, awesome. Yeah. That's the so, newer one, the one that's out now. Yeah, the one that you exactly. I love yeah. that cover. And J.J. A- Abrams, J.J. Abrams writes a little blurb at the beginning of it too on the cover. Okay, yeah. Now your collection, um, you recently had mentioned to me in, in chats that um on the island, which is kind of a dream of yours, there's a Jaws museum going on right now. Can you talk about that? Yes, it's a well, it's not a museum. It's the Martha's well, Vineyard Museum. Right. Um, it's in Vineyard Haven. It's a beautiful building, amazing building. And a few years back, right before the lockdown, before COVID. Um, they came to me and they asked me um, if I would donate some of my collection for a Jaws exhibit they wanted to do. And I was like, yeah, of course. And uh, I was like, you know, I'll donate some stuff and I'll let you borrow some stuff too so fans can see. And so we had that all planned. I brought all the stuff out there. Was I, I, um, I had this big Orca model. That was one of the first ones ever made. Uh, I got it back in 2005 from an artist from the UK. I forget his name for the life of me. I wish I remembered his name, um, but it's brilliant. Even Joe Ells, when he came over to my house, he saw it. He goes, that's the best Orca model I've ever seen. And it was just, it was so detailed. It was very yeah. detailed. So it was too big in my play. I'm like this, you know, so what am I going to do with it? I don't want to sell it. I donated it to the Martha's Vineyard Museum. They own it now. They have it wow. on display. Um, so anyone who wants to go there and see it, but anyway, what then, then COVID happened and it was closed down for a few years. So they weren't going to have the exhibit, of course. So last year they got back to me and they said, listen, we want to try to do something for next year and then work our way up to the 50th anniversary and have a big exhibit on the 50th anniversary. So I sent them a bunch. Well, they came here and got a bunch of stuff that I lent them. And also gave to them for the museum so they can have forever. Um, So for this exhibit that's there now, it's been, it's been running until last April. It ran last April, started last April and it's running until March of next year. Um, It's, I know a few fans have seen it. I've seen it on their Instagram pages. They took pictures of it. It's really cool. And I went a couple of weeks ago, just a quick day trip just to see it. So I wanted to see it myself. And they really did an amazing job on it. It's in the it's in the downstairs section. It's in one room, but after this, they're going to do a bigger one, and then the biggest one in the 50th anniversary of Jaws. Um, a whole the whole second floor supposedly is going to be the whole exhibit for Jaws. 
That's awesome. Uh, 50th anniversary. That was originally what they were going to do before COVID happened. They wanted the whole second floor. They wanted to have it there the whole year. Um, so they're going to do that for the 50th, the whole year. And it'll be on the second floor. The entire second floor will be all Jaws stuff. Nice. Now, the the exhibit that they have going on right now, because um, you said you mentioned you had donated some stuff for them to have. Now, are yeah, they, they also have. have I'm, I'm sorry. Are, go ahead. Are they going to have that up like permanently if they own that stuff now or um, possibly in the future? Yeah, but they're yeah. going to take it down. It's only running. This this exhibit is only running until, like I said, um, March of next year. And then I don't know if they're going to take a year off and then just do the 50th on the second floor. And then I'll work with them next year with a bunch of stuff. They also they also have stuff from the Islanders too, uh, like Susan oh, Murphy. Right, nice. Susan Murphy has this eight millimeter footage that her and Lynn took during the production that I've always wanted to see. I knew she's had it. I've never got to see it. They got it. They got it's on a loop in the exhibit behind a in the in the you know it's there. Sorry. Yeah and uh behind the case and it's amazing eight millimeter footage of the mechanical shark coming up and just it's awesome it's all the shark them towing the shark them showing them how they towed the shark with the tail moving back and forth and the, the fin and it's just really some great great stuff mm -hmm. uh, and i'm so happy that fans can now see it uh, and, it's, and it's there at the museum and they also awesome. going to have that they, they own a copy of that for you know, forever. So. That's awesome, man. And I'm, I'm happy for you that that's finally coming to. No, thanks. I was, I'm so happy yeah. that I could donate. Cause I've always, that's the one thing too. I've always said, I wanted to try to open a museum on Martha's Vineyard, a Jaws museum on Martha's yeah. Vineyard. But looking into it, it was just being too much work. And then you're going to go through the selectmen and where, how, where it's going to go. How many, it's only so many months it could be open. Yeah. To make money. Is it going to make money or not? You know, so it's all that in factor. So I thought this was the next best thing. I'm like Martha's Vineyard museum. Here you go. Yeah. Put it up for Jaws fans to see, you know? They got to have something, man. That movie is just such yeah. a big part of that island. Oh, yeah. Movie. Oh, it's a big part of the island. It's a, yeah. it's a huge part of that island. For sure. But now no, they did a fantastic job. So please go see it if you, you can. Yeah. No, I plan to. I plan to. And I can't wait to see what they come up with on the 50th. Oh, wait. Gonna we've already in Fox a little bit. Fox <laughs> He's like, I already oh, know yeah. what's going on. It's, it's gonna be good. All right. yeah, I, I want to go too, Tone. So, like, if you do go, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and um, I know Don. Uh, Don wants to check it out too. Oh, Don will definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he yeah. told you or not, but I'm one of the cool kids now. I, uh, I actually <laughs> saw saw the movie all the way through. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I made yeah, you sit I, down I, and watch that with me. So now, so. so now I can go to the museum and actually know what I'm looking at. And... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you had Seth. God, it's crazy to me. Um, so, yeah, they got some stuff there that's it's only the Islanders had too that they put it on exhibit. I won't ruin it. I won't spoil it. No spoilers. Yeah. You got to go and see it. Um, which I was impressed. I was like, wow, that's cool that they put that out. I will uh, say, speaking... I love the movie. The the second the second one. I will say that I, 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 love the movie. I know it's the middle of the interview, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I will say, I, I love the movie. The uh, <laughs> the um. The second one, uh, or was it the second one? I think one the second one me? works for what I it is. I think the second one. I don't like the, the fourth one is garbage. Ugh. What's the yeah, one no. where he was like, he, like half his face was burnt and like he was chasing? That was the second one. That was the second one, yeah. Yeah, it just felt you like. Know, look, they, they could only do so much. It's, you know, I they had to make a sequel because the first one was just such a huge hit. Yeah, yep. Um, and, you know, for the story, what they did, I thought it was different. than They didn't carbon copy the first movie. Which right, a lot of sequels right. do. 
Right. Look at Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. It's basically a carbon copy yeah. of the first movie. Mm-hmm. So so Jaws 2, I give credit because it's it's an original story, at least. Right. Um, and then, you know, they go to SeaWorld for Jaws 3D. And uh, but the revenge, I just think the revenge is just re- it's it's fun. It's just stupid fun. It's campy. Um, the, the you know the shark roars. I mean, come on. That's the big. I mean, come on. Just, that's just so Michael oh, Michael Caine coming out of the water dry <laughs> at the end of the movie. Somebody asked him once about Jaws. They were like, "Oh, so what about you did Jaws four? And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I've ne- I've never seen it." He goes, "But it did buy my my house." But I see my house every day. <laughs> yeah, I see, my, I see my house every day. Yeah. Oh, but I love the house that it bought. So. Yeah, yeah, I love the house. That it built. So, um, you know, you bring to you bring to an interesting point. Um, you know, you mentioned that you know there's some stuff in this for the fiftieth that Jaws fans have never seen, but, um. I am aware that you are working on a documentary with John Campapiano, who we've had on the podcast. Um, And and it's called um, Making the Monster. Um, Now, can you talk about, I know you can't talk about everything because there's some stuff that's still on lock, but any info you could share us with that. It's amazing. Um, I, I, when uh, John and Dave, John Campapiano and Dave Bigelow. Yes. both big Jaws fans. Dave was actually in the movie. He was one of the kids running out of the water during the Alex Kittner scene. Awesome. Um, he grew up on the island. And they both worked for Frontline for PBS. Mm-hmm. So John talked to me about, and Dave, I forget how it all started, but they pitched me this. I was just done. I'm like, you know, I'm done doing Jaws. What else can be done? Yeah. You know? um, especially documentary-wise. Right. Um, but they blew me away with what they had and thoughts and stuff and a different take on this making of the movie. Um, so right now, I think, that, well, Making the Monsters on Instagram and Facebook, and there are clips of different interviews from people already, little snippets, not the whole ones, just a tease um, that you can see um, what they've been doing. And um, uh, there's, again, Photos I've never seen before. I thought I've seen all the photos at this point. Mm. Unbelievable. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you fans are going to be blown away with what we found, um, especially with the shark that's never been seen before. Like the movie that won't die. Dude. It's, like, it's, it's seriously it's the movie that keeps on going. It's so so I really, I don't, th- I think this is it. I mean, like, I can't, because it, I can't really talk about. Yeah, I got you. The, I got the you. format that it, but it's, definitely original and different than any other documentary okay um and it's gonna be so good when it comes out um i know he's gonna do a good found, job with it and you guys are gonna kill it so. all of us all of us has found we found new eight millimeter footage um <laughs> no one's ever seen before um i just so much there's there's a lot that i thought i've seen everything already yeah no it's just all the stuff pops up it's amazing yeah this is uh, it yeah. until somebody... so it's, it's in the works um hopefully we'll start filming it more next year that's what the talk is um we'll see you know yeah. making movies is tough documentaries too you know it's it's takes a while yeah and uh, we don't want to rush it we want this to be good so we don't want to okay let's just do this so what let's just do no, I'm like no let's mm-hmm. we, we had we have so many interviews with people who you've never seen in a documentary before too um, right that's the cool thing is getting people to, to all these new it. stories that you never heard um 
again, it's just, I thought I heard it all or seen it all. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just, I'm proud to be a part of it. I'm one yeah. of the producers, Dave, John, and myself. Can't, um, I can't wait to see it when it comes out, man. That's going to yeah. be awesome. You guys are going to be, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I can't wait. I cannot this, wait. This is Don it until... and I keep talking about it. So I'm pumped. <laughs> this is it until somebody asks you to write the, uh, the remake. No, no. No, like, no, 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 blasphemy, blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there um, something you told me once about Spielberg but, will not let a remake happen? Yeah, he said, he said, as long as I'm alive, there was an interview with him odd years ago where I read, he said, as long as I'm alive, no one's going to remake any of my films. Yeah. So, okay. um, yeah. So anyway, um, but also making the monster, we did during lockdown during COVID, we put together the ultimate Jaws location guide. You can mm-hmm. look it up, you can Google it, making the monster Jaws locations. It's the ultimate Jaws location guide. We have every location on Martha's Vineyard that was filmed, every address with photos of That's each awesome. area. Um, so anyone with a phone can walk around Martha's Vineyard and just go go through this. Um, also, where, where Jaws 2 was filmed on Martha's Vineyard. That's all. Awesome. And Jaws Revenge, where those scenes were filmed. Wow. Um, so you can look at that, and there's some cool photos in with every scene, every location. Um, so we worked on that during the lockdown. That mm-hmm. took us a little while, but we put it out during that. It was fun. It was fun because we weren't yeah. working on the movie. We couldn't during that yeah. time, the documentary. Um, so we were like, let's, let's try to do, you know, Dave, I think, or John, I forget who had the idea of doing that. I was like, yeah, let's give us something to do too. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So we worked on that for a while, but it's, it's up there. I just, um, somebody was asking me about Jaws locations recently and I referred them to that, to that. Awesome. Uh, website. So guys, uh, check that out. If you have not seen it, it is awesome. So I definitely recommend checking that website out. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I definitely wanted to touch upon um, your collection in general. I mean, you have, obviously you said 7% behind you, which is still mind boggling to me. Um, but I've, I've seen your collection in person. And one of the coolest things that I think I was able to hold in touch was some of the rubber teeth that were in the shark's mouth. Um, those are, were super great. Um, but there, there are pieces of your collect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right there. That's amazing. That is so cool. That's when you eat Robert Shaw. Uh, <laughs> of course, you have the exact one. So, um, is there are there pieces of your collection that are super special to you that you hold as like the the, the best pieces or your favorite pieces? Things that I don't. It's tough. People have asked me this so many times over the years. I know it's probably um, a lame question, but you know, I gotta ask. No, no, no. It's not a lame question at all. It's it's you know, it's a regular question. I mean, you would think, but I. I I, I look at my collection. And I, I love the stuff that people give me as gifts that I cherish, not expecting it. And I get this. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, you know, yeah. Um, some, you know, the production stuff that I have, I love the production t-shirts that I have sweatshirt and production sweatshirt. Also. Um, I have more, to be honest with you, I get some more stuff from jaws too. That I do <laughs> production stuff from jaws too. Than Jaws, the first one. This is, let's see if I can show you this. This is a rare bumper sticker that they made um, during the filming of Jaws 2. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. That's so it's rare. I've never seen another one of those. Um, I do have the original sign 
Sorry for the inconvenience. Universal Studios filming of Jaws 2. Please keep back that they put on the beaches. Want to see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see if you want to show it. Sure. Let me see. What? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. This one was in Florida. And I have a photo of this. Oh, uh, that's amazing. This one in Florida on the, on the beach during the filming. They make it look like obviously the sign that they put on the beach in the first movie. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I love, I love that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Now you had mentioned, uh, you had mentioned in the past and, and you had shown it to me, there was a, there was a book that a lot of people had signed that ended up by, there was a show, I think like Jaws Fanatics, that was like, you're worth the most money. It was like it, unbelievable the amount of signatures you had on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I have 500, 500 people signed it or something not that many not it can't be that many i'm sorry yeah. but it was cast and crew it was like a number of pages yeah and um forget how many it's in it's in a lock box in my bank um, <laughs> of course all these autographs it's an original it's peter benchley's hardcover book yeah. and somebody had it during the filming on martha's venus they all all this cast and crew signed it um and I got two different ones. That one I had first. And it's just so many people. Because somebody, I think it was a woman. It, that's right. It was a woman who was dating someone on the crew. And she had this. And she got, she, when I was working on the book with Matt, I got, I found her. And she said, well, I have this book. Do you, I, I want to get rid of it. Do you want I'm like, yeah. So I bought it off of her. And um, get rid of it. So, <laughs> so I, uh, so I, I, I have had it since. And I've had more people sign it, like Richard Dreyfus signed it at a awesome. convention. Um, Carl Gottlieb, his autograph wasn't in there. Different people. Um, but I do have another one that um, uh, hairdresser, had, she was the hairdresser for the cast and crew for Jaws. And she <laughs> has everyone's signature in it. Spielberg, Murray Hamilton, Lorraine Gary, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfus, oh, Roy God. Scheider. Um all these people i couldn't believe it i'm like that's amazing um spielberg wrote something like um oh, what do you write some uh, something like i don't want i don't know why i'm getting a haircut because i'm pulling my hair out of my head daily <laughs> my hair out of my head daily <laughs> <laughs> something like that it's a very funny quote that he needed he signed it um, <laughs> yeah over the production I, yeah, yeah. The stories oh my god um, but yeah it's hard to find murray hamilton and lorraine gary's autograph especially robert shaw's is hard but it's all in that book the hard it's another it's a peter benchley hardcover book yeah. and that's in my safe deposit box there that's not going anywhere another reason not to go try to find that at his house guys it's no, not there not there <laughs> <laughs> no way it's not, yeah so seriously. someday someday i will sell it you know when i'm older and like you know yeah. you know really old i'll i'll probably sell it at an auction house or something yeah something like that yeah. in my safety deposit box yeah. these two yeah. <laughs> so now speaking of selling you know your those and you have talked about this to me uh personally off to the side but believe it or not uh listeners jim beller is selling uh oh, his yeah. collection uh or selling parts of it not everything but well, Do you want to talk about where fans yeah, can find that? And thanks for bringing that up. Um, for a number of years now, I've been. I was like, "What good is all this stuff in bins?" Hmm. It's doing, you know. It's just because I, I was like I said, I was originally wanted to do a museum, so it'd be out for fans to see. Now it's not happening. So I'm like, 
let me just sell it. Let me sell it to fans around the world. So I started doing it a number of years ago, um, probably like six years, maybe now, something like that. So I've sold a lot. I sold like 900 items so far. Wow. Um, but I have a couple of thousand left to go. Uh, a number of thousand, 3,000, I think, left to go. Um, so um, I, I've been, um, there was a while during COVID where I just didn't sell anything. I'm like, nah, COVID, blah, the world sucks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm uh, <laughs> now I'm back. Um, for the last, pick it up. It'll I, be on the sidewalk. I don't even like. I don't even like. Didn't it? Didn't it? I don't like Jaws anymore. It did. It, it was the worst. It was like two years of not doing anything. You couldn't do anything. It was like awful. Anyway, um, now we're past that. So mm. I've been recently starting to sell more and more and more of my stuff. Um, I have a Jaws collector. It's called Jaws Collector on Etsy. Um, there's a couple hundred items right now for sale, and I put stuff on every day. So I'm going to be doing that more and more. And also, I also have a, a Jaws Collector page on Facebook that I I mention other items that are for sale, not just mine, but other things that I see that are cool, and I I post about that. And Jaws Collector 75 also on Instagram. That's the name, Jaws Collector 75 on Instagram. But my main store where I sell my stuff is Jaws Collector at Etsy. Okay. So, yeah. Right. And it's been doing well. It's been doing well lately. So now, How do you like selling on Etsy? I do. I like it. I like it. It's, it's mm -hmm. easy. It's really good. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Is it hard to let some of this stuff go, though? The stuff that I want to hang on to, I hang on to. Um, some of the stuff I'm like, uh, and I'm like, no, I don't need it. I don't yeah. need it. Let another fan have this. Um, I have a lot of rare stuff that I've been, that's on there too. Yeah, like yeah. one of a kind, like I've never seen, I even write that in the, the info page on it. Like I've never seen another one of these anywhere. Uh -huh. uh, you mentioned to me before there was, uh, you knew the person that owned the gun that actually, uh, that Quint shot. Yeah. Rennie Ben David's dad. She, he lent the gun to the production. Because Joe Alves was looking for, they were going to do a harpoon like in the book. They were gonna, yeah. Quint was going to have a harpoon, but this guy Joe Alves, um, Rennie Benavis' dad was the harbor master in uh, Oak Bluffs, where the sharks were kept, Shark City. So Joe Alves would talk to him, and he goes, "You know, I have this gun. It's like a harpoon gun." And he's like, "What?" And he showed it to him. He goes, "Can we borrow this for the production?" And he goes, "Yeah." So the gun that you see in the movie Quint. i'm sure i think they had a few of them they always yeah. do for props so they probably found where they could find a couple more yeah but one of those guns was what robert shaw had shooting the shark in the movie and it was rennie ben david's dad who owns it owned it um he passed away a few years back and rennie um really wanted to sell it so i i heard the past year or so i think it was a year maybe two that he sold it to a fan i don't know who has it but somebody has it it was the whole the metal case too that Quinn yeah. opened the deleted scene on oh. ABC. He opens that up. Um, oh, it's in maybe in the movie too. Is it? In yeah, the he opens that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It opened. Yeah, it's in the movie. Um, so yeah, that's gone. Somebody has it. So he he sold it for a lot of money. I heard. I didn't ask him how much, but he said it was a lot. And I think there was one other really cool piece. I, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he I, I believe he is a friend of yours that uh, has the uh, the chair that Quint sits. Pete. In. 
Pete. Yeah. yeah. And he has the fin, the, the toe fin that was in the, um, the, the, you know, the toe fin that was in the okay. 4th of July scene. And, um, how did he find they, the chair? Where was that? Well, that was, on, um, heritage. Um, it was an auction house profiles in history. It was in profiles yeah. in history. And that was the fin too. The fin was for sale too. Roy Arbogast had the fin. And uh, I saw the fin when I visited Roy at his house in California a number of years ago. Um, this was before Jaws Fest. Mm -hmm. No, after. No, it was after Jaws Fest. Sorry. And uh, before they sold it, and Pete bought the fin and the rod and reel that Quint had because Lynn and Susan Murphy let them borrow it for the movie. And the, the chair, that chair is also Lynn and Susan Murphy's. And they sold it, the Profiles in History Auction. And Pete bought all three. He spent so much money on <laughs> so much money, but hey, yeah. he has them. He has it. That yeah. fin is beautiful. It's like, yeah. oh, it's like big. Yeah, and it's like the Teddy Grossman that scene with Teddy, the deleted scene, that photo with Teddy Grossman. Yeah, yeah, it. yep. it's at Pete's house. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And they used it also for Jaws too, um, during the water skier scene when the the fin. They had to redo. Oh yeah, the, yeah. And the kid Joe was telling me that they had to redo the the mechanics underneath it for towing it because in the, the first movie it was slow. They just towed it and slow, but they wanted it really fast for Jaws two to go after the skier, mm -hmm. and so they had to redo it. It was just it's only two pegs now. They had to take out the other one that was a bigger case kind of thing, mm -hmm. and now it's just two pegs that they it would move quicker in the water. Um, but yeah, it was in Jaws too, also in that scene. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I hope he's taking good care of that stuff. Man. Oh, he is. He is. <laughs> I would love he to is. see that. That's amazing. Well, uh, I mean, Jaws obviously is a classic. Will always be a classic. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite. I think it's his, it is my favorite movie as well. Um, but there have been a lot of ripoffs of Jaws. Is there a favorite that sticks out for you that you? Really I like? love the movie Grizzly. That's a good one. Yeah, it is the biggest Jaws ripoff too. It's the same exact story. <laughs> it came out the next year. Yeah, uh, I I wanted to see it in the theater. My mom refused. She goes, "Nope, nope, you're not yeah. going." To see it. I was. I so I bought the paperback novelization of it so I can know what it's about. And um, then she had the <laughs> the nerve to give me this in my Christmas stocking one year. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's awesome. without seeing the movie it's an official grizzly it's a it's a grizzly tag on it official yeah faded at this point <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so yeah i got i bought a program from japan oh nice from right. japan um nice. there's also um you know great white the movie great white is another yeah. that's the one universal sued because it was a ripoff of jaws and jaws 2 mm -hmm. um i got to see it it only lasted in the theater maybe a month if that Mm -hmm. um before they had to pull it i saw it at the north shore shopping center in peabody when i was a kid and it was it was you know it's what it is you know yeah yeah um yeah, and then they started making, i was lucky to see it in the theater then they started making records and blew up the station yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i have this promo too this is kind of cool it's this promo that pulled out they sent this to movie theater oh that is kind of cool though yeah i like and that then it goes Oh, like that's like a pop-up. <laughs> wow. so, yeah. He's attacking a helicopter. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 
That it reminds like me of the Batman of... episode with the bat shark. Oh repellent. yeah, the shark <laughs> <laughs> spray. Shark repellent. Then there was then there was Orca. Orca. Was I was just going to mention that. Yeah, a rip off. Um, Dino De Laurentiis, of course, had to do a Jaws rip off. Not mentioned King that was Kong. The name of the King boat. Kong wasn't big bad enough. So um, I love King Kong actually. Yeah, seventy six version. I love it's because I was a kid. It's just a great campy fun movie. It's it's yeah. really well done. I think. Um, but no, this is or this is a whole same thing. They did this promo thing where oh, cool. it was like a fold out, like a pop up. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, I, I like Orca. Awesome. Yeah, I used to but love Orca because he, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> he bites Bo Derek's leg off because <laughs> he's black. Jesus, I love it. Oh my god! Now oh. Orca, I think Orca is funny, man, because it's the it's actually the name of the boat too, you know. Or yeah, and Orca is kind of disturbing, especially yeah. the first scene, like when the baby's yeah. not. I just I'm like, no, it's so like hard that, to man. watch that still. Yeah, I mean, that's a little tough. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But I like it because yeah. it gets you into the mind of the the beast, you know. Yeah. Like, Go like, ahead, oh, revenge. Orca, I get why she, I get why she wants to kill everybody <laughs> because you killed her babies. All right, yeah, there's got to be a motive, right? Richard Harris trying to play Quint, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can play Quint, man. Uh, no, Piranha, I love Piranha, Joe Dante's Piranha. Steven Spielberg that. actually gone on record saying that's his favorite Jaws ripoff movie is Piranha. Um, I like the new in the newer Piranha. They had Dreyfus step in for like a little yeah, that was cool. Cameo. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, so cool. I like that. Um, um, I actually saw. I haven't told told you this yet, Tony. Well, I saw you know Meg. There's Meg. Yeah, you know, Meg was yeah. it was good. I watched Meg two yesterday for the okay. first time. Nice. And I really, I thought it'd be dumb. I'm like, oh my god, Meg two, come on. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. I think it's better than the first one. Awesome. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I I have seen it. I I enjoyed it. And we had I Steve, Steve Alton was on our second episode. I was pleasantly surprised how good that movie was. Good. I just I did. There was so much. It it was total over the top. You know, mindless stuff. But it's yeah. fun, and it's yeah. nonstop action. I mean, I, I, it just went places where you didn't expect. Kind of, you know. It's. I mean, it's doing really well, and it blew up. It acts like overseas. It, it's killing it. I really? Mean, like, yeah. Really? It's. It's. It's doing a really. I, I was very surprised. I thought this would suck. I was like, I'll watch it and see how bad it is. And I was like, Oh my god, this is. I'm like getting into it. I, I enjoyed yeah. it, man. I really did. I loved it. So yeah, it I, I liked the first one, but yeah, I agree with you. I think this yeah. one's better. It's over the top, you know, but it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it. it's it's a Meg. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if hey, if they ever, if if one ever does service, we're all effed. <laughs> so, but uh, but with that being said, will you ever go in the water ever? Nah. Well, I've been in the ocean. I have. I, I'll yeah. tell, tell the truth, but I very it has been years since I've gone. No, especially now, there's so many great whites around um, New England. Yeah, it's, I feel like you're risking it. Area. Yeah. Um, would you go in a shark cage? Yeah, I would love see, to. Do oh, that. see, dude, I I don't know, I don't know if it's, I can. It's too though. murky, though. It's kind of murky. Yeah, I heard they, but like, they, have, they do. All right, they do have this boat. I heard that has cages on the side of the boat where you don't have to be lowered or anything. And yeah. You just hop off the side of the boat and into this cage mm. and see the shark underwater. Um, and you're right there next to the boat, so you can climb back up quick if something happens. Yeah, um, I heard about that. I was thinking maybe that, but I don't know how much that costs. It's probably expensive. Well, but. I see. I that surprises me that you would do that because I like. Oh, I would love to see a great way. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I say I, I would like to see one too. But I 
would like to think that I know myself well enough, but I feel like when you actually are beside it and you're like, oh shit, like how big this fucking As long as there's bars between us, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> well, even Jaws, I mean, shows you just staring, work all the time. Staring like, the most the most horrifying death in the face. <laughs> it's like, I can't uh, imagine. I can't imagine. That's what, yeah, and you just want to get closer to it. Yeah. Which I don't from understand. a boat. It would be cool to see one from a boat, like a whale yeah. watch. I hear whale off of uh, Provincetown, is, they have spot, spotty great whites when they're out looking for whales with the tourists, and there would be a great white going by. Well, I'm fine. I, I want to go on a, I would want to go on a boat and see, like, you know, the great white head pop up. That yeah. I want to do. Yeah. But in the cage, man, I don't yeah. know. But, I don't think I would go in a cage that got lowered. Yeah, but like a When I heard about down. this boat that had these bars, these cage kind of on the side of it, where you yeah. just go in and then you can come right out kind of thing. Yeah. I thought that's kind of safe. Yeah. I'm not into the 47 meter da meters down possibility of the cage. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. And then, then you're like standing <laughs> in the cage and you're like, you got your taking your selfie. Oh, this this is uh this is great white proof and then <laughs> just like in the middle <laughs> oh no no thanks yeah, it's meg proof <laughs> god yeah well i don't know um, you, yeah you'd have to you'd have to ch let your family know before you, you step into that cage oh yeah you know, so jeff won't let me go he doesn't want me to go. <laughs> he's like you're not going in a cage <laughs> <laughs> You're not going in a cage. You just you, gotta, you just can't you can't tell them. You just got to say. Oh yeah, that'll work. <laughs> put, put, well, like just like put one leg in and then put the second yeah, leg in. With no, his... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I don't blame him. Hey, I'm I'm yeah. with Jeff. I I don't yeah. think I could do it, so I'd be afraid. <laughs> yeah. So so is there anything else uh, that you that you're besides making the monster? Anything else Jaws related news? Do That's we... it. I mean. No, there, there's talks about another um, celebration, the 50th on the island. I'm not confirmed. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's rumors. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah. I hope there is. I hope there I is. I hope so too. I'd be very yeah. surprised if there isn't, just because uh, it's the 50th anniversary. But yeah, let's yeah. just would be cool. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I don't know. I really, I seriously can't confirm it, or don't, I just, I have no idea. I've heard rumors, and that's it. Yeah, but it yeah. could be just talk too. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all um, right. All right. Well, well, Jim, listen, I really want to thank you for coming on and doing this. No, um, thank I'm sure you. That you've, I'm sure that you shared this information with numerous people before. So taking the time means yeah, a lot to it's us. Fun. It's fun. Um, and um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go out to the vineyard and check out that that exhibit they have. And I can't yeah, definitely do it. Another it's one. really cool. It's yeah, really cool. Field amazing. Yeah, field trip. Sure. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> oh, well, Jaws-related news, there is the show that you and I have talked about on Broadway. The shark is... is uh, broken. It's broken. Yeah, um, I'm trying to that, go see that. Yeah, that looks... And uh, Robert Shaw's son is playing Quint. So Ian, Ian Shaw, Shaw, yeah. So, looks just like him. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And you guys can check out some... On Instagram, they have um, they have a page for that show where you can see clips of Ian Shaw playing his, his father, and it's, he's killing it. So, so it's a um, musical? Uh, no, no, it's a, it's a play. Like an actual a Broadway play about it's basically okay. the, the right. three characters talking about Jaws like in between filming, um, like conversations and stuff like Ian, that. So. Ian Shaw wrote it also, and he took it from his dad's. He calls it his dad's drunk diary because he would write because Robert Shaw was a writer also. Mm -hmm. I guess he kept this diary of all of his movies or whatever, and he wrote all these stories and stuff that the guys talked about and i'm sure there's many for jaws since they were stuck on that island for so long yeah um that's wild 
So it, he took it, these stories, and again, it's stories he never heard before, I would imagine, because he mm -hmm. took it right from his dad's diary. Yeah. And, and what happens here. during the production. So yeah, it's 90 minutes long, I heard. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have an intermission. They probably don't if it's 90 no, minutes. No, they don't. No, it's just 90 uh, minutes, yep. So um, yeah, I would love to try to go see it. It's playing until November, I think, or no, October? Yeah, no, I think it's uh, end of November. End of November? Okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love so, to try been... to get down there and see it. It's been crushing it. The lines are insane. So I definitely, I know. definitely get a, I'm going to check yeah. it out for sure. Yeah. So, but Jim, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And, Thank uh, you. And we will uh, definitely be in touch, my friend. So I'll talk yes. to you soon. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Right. Take care, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. And we truly appreciate your support. If you are listening to this episode, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and rate it to help us share these conversations with others who may enjoy it. If you're watching the show on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe and click that notification bell so you can be notified as soon as we drop new and exciting content. Thank you so much again for joining and be sure to tell your friends, just make sure you don't call us Anthony.